0: Like even if you're a stinky sewer rat, you know. I, I think that's the message because it's like if you think if you think you know, the most the most unlikely creature on the earth to be a cook, you would think oh, is a rat. Yeah. That's obviously why they did that because because rats are associated with waste yeah. and and you know kitchens.
1: Yeah.
0: And I really like that. I really like that message. And I think you know if it hadn't been a rat, it wouldn't have worked. If no. It'd been like a giraffe. would <laughs> have been
1: a bit like. Giraffe Tui. Yeah, <laughs> Giraffe Tui. No one would have gone. Yeah, I was going to start off with the uh, how Pixar was created because I've watched quite a lot of um, videos on. Uh, YouTube and a few documentaries um, about it because I think that's quite—it's as interesting as some of the films that they've put out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like uh, how you know it got started when um, John Lasseter he watched Tron, the original Tron. I re- I didn't know that. Yeah, and he was like, "I I wonder if we could ever make a full length film with those graphics." Yeah. Um, you know they did, had for the majority of the film and the light speeders. Um, specifically so um, you know and they got halfway through making their first motion picture for Disney and Disney were going to pull the plug and I think from what I've seen of Toy Story at that point what it looked like and the direction it was going they're probably right in doing so where like Woody was like a proper narcissistic kind of Real bad guy. Oh, I see. Yeah, this Buzz was light. the original was, uh, plot concept.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: and they they got so far, but yeah,
0: was Woody the villain? Wasn't yeah, he? I think
1: so. Yeah. Or like he was an antagonist. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't yeah. a, like a. He wasn't like a good guy. Really.
0: God, imagine yeah. how different that would have been. <laughs> Still played by Tom Hanks as well. If Woody like, had uh, been, if Woody, if, if Woody had been like the main villain, yeah, along with Sid,
1: yeah. But, um, and yeah. then, you know, Steve Jobs coming in and kind of saving them financially, taking over the company. Yeah. Um, Because he was pre-returned to Apple at that point, working on the computers that they were using to make the production. Yeah. Because the computer that he was currently pushing or his his company post-Apple was called Next Computers they're like a really high end for like artists next computers. Yeah, it's just called Next. Did computers. they also um, did It's it so also, on the nose, isn't did it? Did they it's also make like... clothes for uh, <laughs> the UK? It's so it's so like, oh, um so Steve Jobs like, what's uh, what's next for you? And he's just like, Yep. What did you just say? He's <laughs> just like, No, no, we want to know what's next for you in the in the computing world, you know. What what what's your what's your next ambitious project? And he's like, Come with me. He's <laughs> yeah. just like, uh, So, yeah. Um, I've seen quite a lot of, you know, kind of the the origins of the Pixar, and it's it's as interesting as, hmm. it, or more interesting than some of their films.
0: I have a question. Go on. When was when did Pixar become Disney Pixar? When was that?
1: I think that was two thousand and eleven. Oh really? So it was. Um... So
0: everything before that was 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 just Pixar. Yeah, I think. Uh... But then after that, it will be, it became Disney Pixar. But were Disney still involved pre yeah. the merger?
1: Yeah, yeah. So they um, they're um, obviously giving. Wasn't there a big falling out
0: between? Oh them. wow!
1: It was uh, sorry. It was two thousand and six. They bought them right um, for seven billion dollars. Right, um, but yeah, obviously the Disney had pretty much. Um, they had a hand in what Pixar were doing. I don't think it was as intrusive as, as if it was. Um, another studio because I feel like Disney were like, well, well, Pixar know what they're doing. Yeah. I think obviously you, you you do, you do answer to the, to the man upstairs, but the mouse, the mouse upstairs. But um, yeah, I think, I don't think it was, um, I don't think Disney were as micromanaging Pixar as like, they probably would other studios that were doing animation for them around that time. I noticed a lot of it was in-house, but mm. you know, um, I still feel like Pixar got a lot of creative control. That's why it's so good. Yeah. So that would explain it. So we've gone a little bit different for this podcast, as we're going for our fave fives of uh, Pixar. Five of our top, our personal top top five of Pixar films from 1995 onwards
0: that's right we're um because if, there's so many disney pixar films we to do to do a, a, a podcast on all of them would be just too yeah we've done huge. Uh,
1: we've done sagas like we've done jurassic park in two yeah. bits we did the yep. uh, Hobbit, and we did Lord of the Rings, and Back to the Future. You can
0: do trilogies in one podcast, but yes. you can't do an entire catalogue.
1: And I mean, we will at some point just review one film.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the the, the other problem <laughs> that, coming, that the thing. other problem with that is I find that um and but this could this could be different with certain films, but I think for one film, I think maybe two hours is is a bit long.
1: I mean, we do. We could do less, but but, but at the same <laughs> we're not time, we're obligated. But at the same time, a, 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 like with to do Disney two hours.
0: Pixar or like Marvel, yeah. you can't. If if we we if we did one podcast f- per film, we'd be at it for 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 you know ages. So I, I so it would re- give us
1: something to do in lockdown. It would give would give <laughs> us a purpose in life. We're trying to do one a week
0: now, so. Um, so yeah, so the idea of this list was to change the 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 format a bit and the formula and um yeah. uh, and uh, because there are so many Pixar films um so we decided we would do our, our top 5 um Pixar films. We're going to do them in reverse order. We'll start with number 5 and then go work our way up to number 1. Mm-hmm. And I should point out as well that these these are our personal favorite films. We we haven't um we're not ta- we haven't taken into account Um, you know how well received they were like how how much of a critical or box office success we've purely ranked them on how much we enjoy them
1: i feel like there will be a bit of a correlation between their success and where we put them because no one's put cars 2 on there (laughs) by far the worst how do you know (laughs) cars 2 is my number one pick (laughs) by far the worst Pixar film
0: (laughs) Two, yeah. Cars three is my number one, followed by Cars two.
1: I'm gonna Follow- be honest with you, Harry. I didn't even know Cars three existed. Until yeah, neither, neither
0: did I till I looked at the, the Wikipedia list. I was like, what?
1: I was like, Cars three.
0: I tell you what, it's a good job I did look up the, the Wikipedia list because there were so many on there I'd completely forgotten it existed. Yeah. If I hadn't looked at the list, it might have, it might have affected, um, yeah. my picks. Well, okay. Well, I mean, I th- without further ado, should we should we dive right in then? So, um, I Liam, don't, uh, at this point, take I, it I'm going to
1: try and maybe get a little bit of a an audio,
0: like a like
1: either a drum roll, or there might be like yeah. da, 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 or like da, from like the like Oscars,
0: like Yeah. So, like that, so if you're
1: if you're not hearing that, I couldn't find one. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not
0: hearing that, we just use the,
1: the, the my version. <laughs> So, without further ado, uh, my number five Mm -hmm. is A Bug's Life. Right. The second film of Pixar's illustrious list so far, uh, out in 97. So it was only a couple of years after Toy Story, which is obviously, you know, uh, was was the the breakout hit. But I think it's just... For me, I know these are all personal for for us. I think... um, I think maybe at this point I was maybe six or seven years old, you know, uh, with Toy Story coming out when I was four, it might have just been a little bit too over my head. Like obviously I loved it, you know. Of course. Um, as a kid, you just would, but because it's you know toys coming to life. But with a bug's life, I, I was able to to grasp more. You know, I was able to kind of understand a little bit more humor as well. So with A Bug's Life, I was just really into the the characters, the ensemble that it had. I mean, all all Pixar films have, have great characters, but I don't know. It may have just been because of my age, just how it resonated with me. Um, I think I still have somewhere at my parents' house, like Bugs Life toys, like cuddly toys kind of things from my childhood and I think that's kind of where kind of lifted off from there my my knowledge of Pixar and my knowledge of that kind of uh, animation uh, and then probably rewatching Toy Story around that time of 6 7 years old mm. is uh, where I really got into their films and just appreciating how good they are so your thoughts on on my th- on my first pick well uh, <laughs>
0: My thoughts, uh well, this, my number five
1: is also a bug's life. I know. Yeah. It's, I mean. This is gonna, what it's going to be like, isn't it? It's, uh, we're quite, we're quite agreeable with each other, which um creates absolutely no tension <laughs> yeah, in these I podcasts. I know. Um tilt, So we have haven't, obviously, finale. we haven't um, shown each other these lists and we've been very secretive for the past couple of days. Yeah. And I had a, a feeling deep down that it might, it might, it could be very exactly similar. The same.
0: Very similar. Yeah, no. man. Um, I mean, I, I was going to pretty much say everything you said. Um, <laughs> this could be a short this, point uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, but but again, uh, the same. I think so. I think for me, there are there are two entries on my list that I that might surprise people yeah. um and one of them is A Bug's Life i think it's it's one of the sort of for, more it's like one of the forgotten ones it i is, think yeah. people yeah. when people think pixar they they there are certain i'm not going to name drop them in case of spoilers there are certain films that immediately spring to mind yeah um you know the the really big popular blockbuster ones and i think some but however some of them such as A Bug's Life sort of slip under the radar a bit they do they... i and i completely agree with you um i have a really warm um sort of fondness for a bug's life like you said because you know because we're of a similar age exactly the same thing When toy story came out i was very young yeah when bug's life came out i was still a child so i still saw it through a child's eyes but i was also slightly old enough to appreciate it more than just oh look at all the
1: especially with uh, and toys and exactly especially with uh, Toy Story it's about toys yeah. they're, they're in yeah. they're inherently for children yeah whereas you know um they took a a slight tonal shift to um to bugs which is still you still would uh, yeah. associate with you know going outside uh you know playing outside as a child and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. it's still it's still it's still all really aimed primarily at children
0: absolutely um, I mean, it was back in the um, it was back in the days um, when I, I, I do think that uh, Pixar films have got more adult. Yeah. Um, over time. Over time. Yeah. They're more um, they're more, you know, they, they, back in those days, it was there wasn't as much sort of um, there wasn't as much death. And reference and and tear they weren't trying to make you cry. No. I think they were just they were just trying to to make you laugh and Yeah, like you say, I I remember but I think but I think McDonald's did like a happy meal tie in. I remember getting all the toys.
1: uh, Um, I think up until maybe it's gotta be very recently in terms of maybe the last ten years where they've stopped having their material just be slapped on a happy meal straight away. You know. I'm not quite sure if you could do it for soul. It, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Maybe they did, but I don't know. Um, I, I watched it recently, and I don't think it's something that's that adheres to the that it's not easy to market into a Happy Meal. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, we,
0: but perhaps perhaps we can we'll perhaps we can talk about the the newer yeah. ones later because yeah, we'll do I do think there's been a dip in yeah. quality. Um, but yeah, it's just um, it's it's just a sweet. Um, It's a sweet, warm film that I have very fond memories of. And and also, I I think I worked it out looking at the list, um, the Wikipedia list, and I think Bugs Life was the last Pixar film that I saw as a child Mm. through a child's eyes. But it's before, you know, before I became a teenager, started puberty, started seeing... Like appreciating films in a different way. Yes. Yeah. yeah and right. seeing the, all the, seeing like the adult humor and adult adult jokes in there. Mm. And, um,
1: that's the, the kind of the quality or maybe just the, the luck of the timing for us, but of the, mm. uh, Pixar films where you can watch it as a, as a child. And then when you re watch it, you notice a lot more. Yeah. Because with, um, other ones which we might or might not say in our list um you kind of we we were probably of the the certain age where you you just you got both yeah you got um you got it right away, so yeah, I think it's quite nice to um especially with uh, this particular one to uh to rewatch it because I remember uh, what it was like as a child and that. yeah
0: well i int- i don't know interestingly um out of all the films on this list, this was the one that I didn't rewatch in oh, okay. preparation for this podcast. Mm. And the only reason I didn't was because I didn't want to... I thought maybe if I watch it now as like a semi-mature, uh, fully grown man, <laughs> I don't know if I'll appreciate it as much compared to the more adult fi- later films. Mm. Whereas uh, when I saw it as a kid, I was blown away by, yeah. by how much I loved it. So... Um, I I like to sort of, I like to keep it
1: at arm's length. Yeah, Yeah. I
0: like that the the innocence of it, and yeah, um, I I like to remember it as in the sort of through the art, like the awe inspired eye, innocent eyes of a of a child. Hmm. Um, But yeah, um, yeah, very underrated, very very lovely film.
1: Doesn't get as much need and attention from. uh... From Disney, as yeah. uh,
0: it probably should. It's probably, well, I, I don't. It's probably <clears throat> one of, if not the most forgotten, pix Disney Pixar film. I'd
1: say so. I think a lot I'd of people it is the forget forgotten. it exists.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, so we've kind
1: of, you know. Uh... Well, we're back to you for number four. <laughs> we've could... skipped over uh, one of the points, uh, which could be a theme here, and uh, so coming in at number four. Toy Story One, right. Oh, we didn't say like how many um, how many stars. Okay. Are we gonna do that? Are yeah, we,
0: do that right we, we could do it. Um, yeah, we could, well, let's do it as we go. We yeah. might forget. So I'll
1: for sh- for number five,
0: so how many ladybugs uh, or la- <laughs> ladybirds are you gonna rate it out? Of- uh, out of-
1: I give it three ladybirds out of five.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I gave it. Uh, I gave it four Ladybirds out nice. of five.
1: That's a very strong well, it's, entry
0: point. Well, they're, they're, to be honest, there are none of them on this list that are any less than four because it's oh, okay. it's the top five. Yeah. I figure they're all minimum.
1: Yeah, spoiler alert, this is the lowest one. Right. Okay, and all yeah. of the rest are over four. Same. Yeah.
0: Because so. <laughs> your number four is Toy Story. So my yeah. number
1: four is uh, Toy Story, um, the original. Um, for many of the points that we have just touched upon, Right. but mainly because of how good it is as something that was completely new it was a completely new medium to have the entirety of the film in that 3D yeah. animation and um how how good yeah. how good it is now is only a testament to how good it was back then yeah like you can watch toy story 1 and think to yourself the animation compared to now is not as good
0: yes yes that's fair
1: but it still looks great like it's that you're still I'm still uh, see I know how you know animate like that sort of 3D animation I know how you get to that point Mm. like you know I've seen people who animate 3D animation and I'm like it's still so hard Yeah, like still difficult and for it to even look like toy story is a little bit like it's still mind blowing to me yeah. it might just be because of my age but i'm just it's still it's still great to look at yeah you know even when you compare it to you know even other entries in this list even the the one that we just said like i think bug's life still has slightly better Animation and detail than Toy Story, but it doesn't allow me. It doesn't mean that I don't appreciate it as much. And it was the original. It's the original. Like you can't. I don't think you can kind of discount that. Mm. You know, it's just
0: absolutely. I mean, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't. We might not necessarily have any of the other films. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I feel like there's a few films in cinematic history that are animation that change. The genre, absolutely, and this was one of them culturally. So huge. you know, yeah. And then that's not even to talk about. That's just talking about the animation. It's not even talking about the, the voice acting. Like Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. He's just like he's still amazing. Like mm. in everything he does, you know, bringing Woody to life. Um, Tim Allen is great as Buzz Lightyear. You know, as the kind of fish out of water, and you know, it just. It hits every single point of a good animation, whether it was the groundbreaking three D or not. Like I would have watched a two D animation of this and thought it was good. Yeah. You know, if, if talking about the performances, you know, and the story.
0: Well, that's all we were used to up until then. Exactly. So,
1: yeah. so that's my number four, Toy Story the original. Mm. Um, you know, it can't be understated that uh, none of the other ones on this list would have been as good or even existed so it's not to be possible uh, it's not to be you know i thought four might be a bit low but i also thought like the the next three on my lists were just as good or if not better or or just kind of built upon the foundation that the original toy story um put forth for them yeah um
0: I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it was completely groundbreaking at the time, um, and yeah, if it hadn't worked, if it hadn't been successful, then we, you know, Pixar might not have even taken off. We might not have had any any of the films um, fol- that followed it. So it paved the way. Um, we wouldn't be probably wouldn't be having this conversation. No, definitely um, not. And you know, like you say, I mean, its its reception was just huge. I mean, mm. it's not even talking about the the animation and <laughs> how it changed that um, that field, but everything. I mean, the you know, t- Woody and Buzz have become massive. I mean, they're huge, aren't they? I mean, they're like uh, I don't think there's uh, even kids today. I think know who mm. Woody and Buzz Lightyear are. Yeah.
1: It, it's you know, it's
0: absolutely. Um,
1: yeah, massive. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the state of Disney would have been without this, without, without Pixar. this, without Pixar and without yeah. this animation. Because in right. the uh, in the eighties, they were like quite close to bankruptcy. That's
0: right. Then they had the the um, the Renaissance period. Yeah. They call it.
1: And I think this is a kind of the so going from those um, classic. Animations, yeah, you know, you're talking Mulan, Lion King, yeah, um, you know, those kind of films. This is like a, I feel like Toy Story, the original, is like the punctuation mark of that era, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so going from when Disney were in like a quite a bad kind of dire straits in the mid 80s to being just the start of what we were we kind of see it as today where it's it's just like a huge goliath you know yeah i think this is just the the punctuation mark of that like getting from that point is uh
0: yeah and again um again I, I, you know I, I touched on this in our last podcast as well um we how lucky were we? I know. I mean, I, I know I, I I've used the word spoiled before, but I guess lucky is a, is a more is a more positive word. Um, but we were so lucky because we not only, we not only got to experience Disney's renaissance period where we like we had like the Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Hercules, Mulan, yeah, the great two D animation. All the like the nineties was the mm. peak of Disney films, but we also experienced the. The uh, emergence of Pixar. Yeah, we were around for both of that. I know. So our generation were very lucky to have um, to to have been kids in the nineties. I think. Exactly. When when it comes to films. Um, Okay, well, so my number four is is different. Right. Um,
1: Shocker. (laughs) It is going to be a. It is going to well. It's
0: going to be a shock, I think, to you and to other listeners because. I you I I imagine a lot of people rate this movie a lot higher um, oh, yeah, I
1: know where it is though
0: But I well, I don't I don't know. I the reason that for me, the the reason it's number four is because I just I simply prefer the three the three that are in front of it. Okay. I'm yeah, not necessarily fine. saying yeah, that they're course. better films. Yep. So my number four is up. I think up is a better film than um probably than the next two on my list but um but I just prefer them yeah. so uh that's why it's not higher sorry to upset people um <laughs> yeah up I mean up it's it, it's a beautiful film it's it's heartbreaking and heartwarming um it's a very strange film I think up is like the christopher nolan um of the of the pixar films in, in its bizarreness yeah I mean you know it, it's about you know it's about a man who ties a bunch of balloons to his house and then he goes on an adventure with a small child and a talking dog to a land where there's a man with an army of dogs who's after a mythical bird i mean i don't know whether the you know um whether the writing team at Pixar were on acid at the time that they wrote the <laughs> plot for this film
1: they were on an upper mate
0: um were <laughs> they were on and up <laughs> nice um yeah um but uh yeah it's just and just i think i think despite how bizarre um it seemed i think with up i, I went into it um with reservations and i was absolutely blown away hmm. by by how you know how beautiful it was you know i mean um as everyone knows you are sort of you're crying in the first like 5 minutes of the film. Can't not talk about um, the
1: uh, the the opening montage yeah. you, really. It's better than a lot of films ever made.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: you know, it's hard not to to touch upon it because it just hits all the all the right beats and um, you know, kind of batters you emotionally by the yeah. end of it. That uh with the music uh, and the animation—it's—it's it's just a great combination.
0: Well, I, this is another thing I—I I f- I found interesting is you know um in 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 our the office we've uh, I've got a um hundred films you have to see before you die poster, hmm. and on that there are, I think there are two. There are only two Pixar films on that. One of them is Toy Story. Yeah. Obviously, because of yeah. how culturally significant it is, and the other one is Up. That's good and i thought well, i thought i thought of all the disney pixar films to include with toy story i think they've uh, included
1: up yeah i think it's it's a great film it's 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 not in the usual line of disney um, you know in li- it's not in line with the disneyfication of pixar where everything has to be able to like we said be slapped in a happy meal yes you know I, i'm sure that you could and i'm sure that they probably tried or they did but I don't feel that you know it's got these easily sellable characters. No, it doesn't. You know, it's it's got an old an old guy, an
0: old man, a, a um, fat boy scout.
1: I mean, you know, weird looking bird with the animation style. You can obviously you could probably sell anything in a McDonald's Happy Meal with mm. Pixar. But I feel like this had a bit more. It had a bit more adult to it. Absolutely, and I think this is um, probably a turning point. That's
0: it, the, yeah, exactly what I was going to say. So that was the that was the the curve. Yeah, where things started getting a lot more adult. Yes, yeah.
1: Because, like you rightly said, I think you know, uh, I think those in our generation who who started to watch these films, you know, around our age, four or five. Yeah, I think obviously we they're kind of trying to adapt these ideas and these films to the same audience um, and obviously and a new audience you know every film's going to want a new audience um, new people coming to see it and whatnot. but I feel like this is um, yeah rightly a turning point where we see it's getting a little bit more adult because they're, they're just going along with the audience who initially were so enamoured with Toy Story you know yeah. those adults who found the adult parts and the the adult resonance with Toy Story will still they'll still go see up yeah but it's it's turning the um it's turning the dial on the age yeah absolutely um, you know that they're just thinking right it's got to get a little bit more absolutely. adult it's got to get a little bit more deeper themes uh, yeah. you know this one you know
0: it was it was a, it was around that era um uh I, I don't know what year it came out but I'm guessing it was a Sort of mid, um, I want to
1: say, I want to say, two thousand and nine. Yeah, be wrong.
0: so the the sort of late nineties, um, early tens, if that's what they're called. Yeah, um, two thousand nine. Yeah, that was when the that's when I think Pixar. They before that they were making they were still making kids films that had <clears throat> um, adult jokes and themes, and and they started making adult films hmm. that had enough kids content to be to market, marketed yeah. as a kids
1: film that's uh, that's i think they
0: um it. squirrel um so uh yeah it's um i've heard some uh, i've heard some interesting theories about about up as well just just to add in there um, yeah. some some quite like dark ones i mean you know it's it's a pixar film so that's probably not true but they're just i just found them really interesting um i think there's something about um there was one about the old man um has actually died. Yeah. Seen, and I've uh the the, the the Boy Scout character is is the, the angel of death and he <laughs> comes so to uh to take him to heaven and, and the house <clears throat> floating with the balloons is like um is like him Transition Transitioning and and then something about the that that weird land they go to is like purgatory or something. Mm. Um and it's all about, uh, yeah. It's Do all we that even there.
1: see the the child's parents at any point?
0: We don't. We don't. That's that why definitely feeds into that, doesn't it? Yeah, that's why. That's the theory. Um, uh, I thought there were there were there were others as well that I thought were really interesting, but I can't remember them. That one was
1: the most uh, was the most interesting though.
0: So so for, uh your number four, which was Toy Story.
1: For the original Toy Story, I'm giving out of. Well, what what are you
0: rating it out of?
1: um, Out of uh, big ones, rockets. No, Uh, out of Sids.
0: Sids. Yeah, I like that. How many Sids do you? Uh, I'm giving it four and a half Sids. Four and a half Sids.
1: Yeah, that's very good. And uh, for yours, Uh, we're going for balloons. Yeah, it's got to be balloons, balloons. is
0: not it? Yeah, so I, um, I give up uh, four balloons.
1: You give up four balloons.
0: I would give up four balloons just for you, <laughs> Liam.
1: Uh, I rate uh... the film
0: up with a score of four balloons oh, thank- out of five balloons. Oh, thanks for,
1: thanks for clearing that up.
0: <laughs> okay, so on to number three, Liam.
1: Number three for me is Wally. Okay um, so I think it's uh, it's different to the others uh, on the list and different to a lot of Pixar films in general, especially ones later on where it does have very little voice acting yes which we uh, said on our rewatch. Um, well, my rewatch, your first time seeing—that's
0: right. We we watched. Uh, this was together. We watched wall because hmm. I I'd never seen it before, and I felt that I had to have seen it in order to compose this list fairly.
1: Yeah. So I just feel like uh, it's a it's a really good accomplishment that um, an animated film relies a lot on animation and uh, and directing um, more so than its predecessors because they have, you know, set stories and, you know, especially in the first half an hour of this film, it relies on the camera and the actions of the character of Wally. It's more like a silent film. It's more like he's uh, a mime on stage rather than, you know, your traditional, um, even to that point, traditional Pixar or animated film you know where it's more about initially you get introduced to the character and you get introduced to what's happening in the story whereas Wally is a lot like discovering about the world and discovering about um, you know Wally as a character through his interaction with the world rather than because he has no interactions with anyone other than his little cockroach friend Mm so uh, yeah I'm just I was just. I, when, whenever I watch it I'm just a little bit more impressed about certain aspects of the film obviously they had to kind of bring in um, actors and you know a bit more plot and um, you know eventually when the plot does actually get going you have to introduce the, the humans back and you know where they are and I think it connects very well you know it's it keeps rolling along and it feels like a bit of a romp from from his perspective yes you know it's um you know he's it, it very it moves along very well at a good pace but not too much that you uh, you think it's rushed especially uh, the first half an hour where he's or first 20 minutes where he's uh, still on earth um it starts to kind of it does move um at a pace but it's not it's not rushed, you can you can tell what's going on because of the good direction. No, I just I just like it for the whole all of these aspects brought together. I think they're just done very well. Um visually it's great. You know, music accompanies it that does very well, whether that's original whether that's from the uh, from the musical in which he watches, but I can't remember watching. Hello Dolly. That's it
0: obviously so. I wouldn't have. I knew that <laughs> straight away <laughs> so,
1: so you know I, the combination of both of those the original music and the the music that they pick from yeah. Hello Dolly is, is great it just accompanies the film and what's happening so well and then you know a lot of people would be like oh you're hit over the head with the environmental message it's like well me and you looked at each other at the beginning in film, and we were just like, "This is like what it probably could be like," you yeah. know, like in an exaggerated way, obviously, and a bit of as, as a joke, tongue in cheek. But I'm also a little bit like, "Yeah, I think we kind of like might be getting in that direction. Yeah. Not not going to get there, but it's moving in some way, shape, or form to being like that, you know. But it's, it's again, yeah, it's it's a it's an animated film. It's got a bit of a it's got a bit of a message, like all of them do. It's just whether it's conked overhead with a giant mallet, cartoon style, like Wally, or quite subtly, like in other films, you know, like Toy Story. But I feel it's it's got a message, and, you know, this they've made it entertaining, you know, um, especially with the, the people and how they went. And, you know, they went on a journey that was supposed to last five years, and it ended up lasting 700 years. Yeah. I thought that it's actually so funny because it's just that's uh, to speak on behalf of the whole human race I'm like that's so us <laughs> um, you know but yeah that's, uh, that's my number three pick I mean my I think it would be quite a lot higher on people's people's list but I think three or maybe four was probably about right for me yeah Um, I don't want to go a bit OTT on it I really like it but I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah, where where I've put it is about right. I,
0: think. I agree. Um yeah, um yeah, I've um it's yeah, it's very um it's alarmingly um accurate in its prediction of of the future. I know right? Uh I remember sitting there thinking god this is kind of depressing. And that was <laughs> uh
1: I think this was maybe just before um Maybe just before or just after up. I don't. So I don't know. So you're looking at. Um, yeah. So this was 2008. So still 13 years ago now. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, a l- yeah, we're getting closer. Like I know this is probably a long time in the future with Wally, but you know we're making incremental, tiny steps towards that future. Yeah.
0: Well, it is 700 years, isn't it? So. Yeah. Fine. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I th- yeah, the humans being fat blobs who are who are that can't get out of their chairs, and that obviously the, the the destruction of the earth. Um, I was I was thinking B and
1: L, big and large, is definitely Amazon.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because
1: <laughs> it's literally everything is. You can B&L. totally see
0: the Amazon as well, like yeah. starting their own airline company yeah. and all that, <laughs> yeah, you know, launching their own that. space rocket. Um, I don't know. I, I yeah i i well I only saw it the first time the other day as as we said, and um uh, yeah, I loved it um it um it didn't make me cry,, nah. which is unusual for a Pixar film, mm. especially the as we were said the later ones that are more adult, um but I guess maybe that's because you can't relate to the characters as much because they're not they're, yeah, human, yeah. um
1: plus this is in that little transitional period we said, yeah. Where it's like,
0: where it's trying, yeah. It's they're becoming more, they're becoming adult films.
1: Wally is very Happy Meal,
0: but at the same time, it's got a very adult message. Exactly. Yeah, I was, I mean, I think, I think the film works totally, and I, I, I do love the sort of change of um, setting and pace in the second half of the film mm. when they get to the spaceship. Yeah. But I was, I was wondering, I was going to ask you, do you think the film? still would have worked and still would have been as you know um successful and and well received as it was if if that if they hadn't gone to the spaceship if the whole film had just been wally and and eva on earth <laughs> um if it had just been about their romance it was no, just you don't think it would have been no. as as good
1: because you do need a bit of human element to um to these films yeah Obviously, you could make an argument that a lot of Pixar films are, haven't got humans in them, or, yeah. or very little, but they still uh, are played by humans. They're still done voice out over acts by uh, humans. So, yeah. whereas with Wally, it's got none of that to begin with. Yes. And then it's introduced later, you know, quite incrementally by having the captain and, you know, the. The two kind of get together and a few others on the ship who kind of add a, a bit of, you know, a, a bit of urgency because, you know, you can see that they've kind of de- uh, deteriorated on this ship. And, you, you know, the yes. voyage was supposed yes. to last five yes. years and they would be home by then. And then it's lost 700 years and humans don't really have a home. And, yeah. you know, it's that's, the, that's a, an added bit of humanity. Uh so you've got Wally and in his actions, he acts quite human because you know he knows what affection is and romance is, and Eva kind of um uh finds out what that is but you you do need that human element in it at some point, yeah. to anchor it i think and Abs- I yeah, think right. that second half does it quite well yeah. why whilst building up the the tension oh, of it what's going on in the ship definitely so. does.
0: Okay, so ratings. Um so uh your number uh, so your number three is um
1: is Wally. So I'm gonna give it yeah. out of out of five Evas. Nice. Uh I'm gonna give it another four and a half EVAS.
0: Four and a half Evas mm. are out of five. Very generous. Mm. So my number three, um is Finding Nemo. Ooh. Um so I really love this film. Um I rewatched it the other day. Yeah. Um I knew it was going to be in the top 5. I just hadn't quite decided where. Yeah. Um and I enjoyed it just as much as I as I had every time I watch it. Mm. It's a beautiful beautiful stunning film. Um it's got it's just great i mean the animation is so impressive and the storyline is 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 heartbreaking and heartwarming and the 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 voice perform performances are great and um i remember when as well um why finding nemo i have a soft spot for it as well as because um i think finding nemo came out in about 2003 um it was the first Pixar film that I went to see at the cinema um, as as an adult. Right. So before that, I'd only gone to see um, I'd only gone to see Pixar films as a kid. You know, with a, with a parent. Yeah. And I was seeing them through a kid's eyes, like Toy Story, like a Bug's Life. I still had, you know, I still had an imagination. I was still playing with toys. When I went to see Finding Nemo, I was well, I'm not gonna say my a. I'm not gonna age myself, but I was a teenager. I had reached puberty, um, and uh, I was be- I was becoming a man, and um, so I saw this this film, this Pixar film, as an adult for the first time. So I viewed it in a completely different light. Suddenly, I was appreciating things like the directing and and the 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 acting and the the animation rather than just oh look at the pretty fishes oh Nemo's <laughs> so cute um I appreciated the, the storyline much more and, and you know and I, could, I I was I could sort of I think as a kid you 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 think oh it's all you're like you see the film through Nemo's eyes and you're it's all about Nemo but when you see the, that film as an adult it's uh it's Marlin yeah. and you you really sympathise with him and empathise and, and you really feel his pain and um and so for that reason it, it, it really struck a chord with me. And even though I was like a, a somewhat boisterous mid teens young boy yeah. who, you know, thought he was Mr. Big Bollocks, I still cried my <laughs> eyes out in <laughs> oh, the yeah. cinema, you know, watching the film, um but Happy Tears, you know. Um like when they're reunited at the end and um it made it still it still makes me cry today, it made me cry the other day when I watched it. Um it's just it's just it hits all the chords and um um yeah i just i mean, and also another thing as well as i really appreciate is i know they say that like i think they say hair is the most difficult thing to animate but also water can yeah. be very difficult to animate oh yeah yeah um so it's really impressive for those reasons and um
1: i feel like with uh, finding nemo i feel like for me it was the first pixar film where the the animation was Really, outrageously good yes like obviously you're impressed with everything that came before because you know it'd only been eight years since Toy Story had come out yeah you know uh, Finding Nemo came out in 2003 so you know it's still impressive these films yes up until this point but I feel like this thinking back and I haven't seen it in a little while Finding Nemo I'd say probably maybe four years yeah probably why it's not on my list but it's you know it's it's this point where you're watching it and it's got shots that are just they're just they're awe-inspiring they're just like really great um and they they still like the uh, the animation in Finding Nemo is at such a level that if it came out today in 2021 you wouldn't be saying, "Oh, this film came out in 2003. No, you wouldn't.
0: It's totally holds up.
1: It holds up uh, ferociously well. There might be a few a few shots that may be a bit bit spotty, but the yeah. the majority of it is like you wouldn't you wouldn't be like, "Oh, this this film came out uh, nearly twenty years ago." Now, you'd still be like, "This is impressive, very so impressive.
0: impressive." So, okay. and, and and you know, there are a lot of films that came out. Around that time, that dark. where the special effects are like, uh, like painfully bad. Yeah, um, we we won't delve into that too deeply. But, um, but you're absolutely right there. You really hit the nail on the head. I think the difference is, before Finding Nemo, Pixar films they very much looked like they were car- animated you could you you know you could tell it was it it had a more cartoony feel mm. whereas Finding Nemo looks real yeah when you watch Finding Nemo you you think i i know you're obviously aware that it's a computer animated film but you, you it doesn't look like a cartoon no. in the same kind of way that perhaps a Bugs Life does yeah it very much looks it looks real they've really gone to town on the on the the effects like the water and the just the, the detail of the fish and stuff um and also another thing as well about Finding Nemo that I realised the other day is um it's got a beautiful score. Yeah. It was the first um I think I read in the trivia, it was the first Pixar film where they, they used a, um a they used a, a for want of a better word, a proper film composer, which yes. was Thomas Newman. Yes. And you know his scores are really like heart wrenching, you know, they like are, yeah. um Road to Perdition and um, Shawshank Redemption all that you know that oh there's, there's, you know they're like oh they really pluck on the heart heartstrings don't they and his so to have a a more traditional film score in it rather than Randy Newman you know uh, <laughs> singing uh who is Thomas Newman's cousin I think or oh, they are oh, related it? yeah
1: because uh didn't Thomas Newman do um Inside Out which we were watching yeah, and we both just went, oh bloody! We were both like, bloody our Newman, like yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Like, oh god, I, I thought, oh
0: god, uh, uh, but yeah. when I saw that, I thought, oh god, it's gonna be, it's gonna be more Randy Newman. Sing like <laughs> you got it for me. Oh god, but no, it's um, it's a beautiful.
1: Memories. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, What's no. that? What's
0: that? What's the sad, sad one hell. he sings in Toy Story when Buzz like jumps off the? The, the top of the banister and then falls. He's like, uh, it's, oh, it's, oh, no, it's anyway, it's so Randy Newman y. Exactly. And sometimes. Exactly. Now it's on a shortboard. But no, it's, it's a Thomas Newman score and it's beautiful and it really accompanies the film mm. well. Um,
1: yeah, that's great. So what would you give it out of? And what would you give it out of?
0: um <laughs> Well, the obvious choice would be Nemo's, but I'm trying to be <laughs> original. Um, uh, how many Turtle Dudes
1: turtle would, dude. you, would you give it out of Turtle Dudes? Yeah,
0: I like that. Um, so Finding Nemo, um, I give, yeah, so a four. Again, a four Four Turtle Dudes out of five. Nice. But you're still high scores. Yeah. You know, four out of five is nothing to be laughed at.
1: Still great. I just
0: tried not to be too generous with my scores. I feel like
1: I feel like I've gone too generous. <laughs> with You've my... gone and you just <laughs> blah,
0: straight in there.
1: Yeah. Um, no foreplay.
0: No. Right. Um, so moving on to your number two.
1: Yes. Yes. My number two. My number two is The Incredibles. Ooh. which is um, in some corners of the internet regarded as the best superhero film, period. Ooh, that's a bold statement. It's I a bold don't, statement. I don't agree. And I don't agree either. <laughs> but I think it's still a, a great superhero movie. One that just kind of comes out of left field because you wouldn't expect it from an animated film. That's very true. Um, similarly, um, another great animated superhero film, Into the Spider-Verse, Again, something that kind of comes out of left field. Do you think it's going to be a bit? Uh, it's in a very similar vein. You think it's oh it's going to be just directly aimed at um, children. Again, Pixar were in their happy meal stage at this point.
0: Yes, very happy mealable.
1: Be- very happy mealable. Um, but I, every time I watch it, I'm just like, it's just, it's just great. It's just a lot of fun. It's, it's still got the, the, the moments of heart you know and it's it's mainly about the the father coming to terms with um you know he, him in a changing world and him coming to terms with him accepting his and his family's powers you know not trying to keep them hidden away not trying to keep them safe you know they're superheroes themselves yeah just uh, the the animation the story the score the mm-hmm. directing, yep, all top notch, Yeah. And I don't, I, it, it, you know, and um, is it is Jason Lee as the as the villain as well? He's great. Um, yeah. I just I probably watch again. What, as this it, is what, my, as well. what,
0: Earl from My Name Is Earl. Yeah. Oh right.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, he plays, uh, and Samuel Jackson's in it, and yep. you know, oh, it's, it's just every every part of it has um a purpose driving the plot i think as well yeah and again these are these are all personal um but yeah i could just watch it again and again and i'd just be i'd be happy with this being say if i had to only watch a couple of pixar films what maybe two pixar films yeah forever this would be one of my choices i think so yeah i really like it it's um It's, again, I don't want to talk a little bit too much about this aspect, but the whole of the internet was clamouring for a a sequel, but I really wasn't. And, you know, be careful what you wish for. It was crap. And it was rubbish. Yeah. (laughs) And it was rubbish, man. Uh, So, you know, I'm just going to ignore that. You know, we, we do it a lot. We just ignore it and just... Acts as if things haven't happened, and that's not canon. So I'm saying this right now: Incredibles Two is not, it's not canon.
0: They're very hit and miss with sequels, aren't they? Pixar. Yeah. They're either brilliant hmm. and they better than the original, or they're terrible. It's 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 very hot and cold. There's no in between. They're either great or they're t- shit.
1: On a slight caveat, where would you put Toy Story Two then? Oh no, this could lead into the list.
0: Uh, do it do it well all right se- forgetting the list this is off the record this is off the record. Re- off the record um yeah i do think toy story 2 is better than toy story 1 nice um i do
1: too it, it almost made my list
0: toy story 2 is one of those is one of the examples that you i use
1: of sequels, sequels, be sequels
0: that are better yeah. you know i think toy story 2 is up there with the empire strikes back and the godfather and and um you know people say oh the f- films that immediately spring to mind if someone says, Oh name me a sequel that's better than the original, Toy Story Two strikes
1: back, Toy Story Two. Yeah. So um Endless. so yeah, it's uh, it, it, So I can see why You can see why they were, would
0: want to make a sequel.
1: Exactly. You you always wanna kinda of, especially with Pixar who usually if they've got a good idea for the sequel will then be like, Okay, we'll we'll do it. Yeah, it might take them ten years, or it might take them five years—a yeah. long amount of time, obviously because of the process of animation. But uh, you know, they—they don't—they di- don't usually dive in mm. as quick as other studios into just making a sequel. Mm. S- uh, earlier on, it was a lot more. Right, there's a sequel to a Pixar film. It's gonna be good. Yeah. And sadly, as time has gone by.
0: That quality has dipped.
1: That veneer has gone. Yeah. So The Incredibles stands up as a standalone film. Yes. Very well. Yes. And I just yeah, I just I could watch it over and over again and still be impressed, entertained, the animation's great, the acting's great. You know, they I I think this might have been the first Pixar film that was just where the protagonists and the main characters were all human, yeah, because you know it's it's hard to yeah it's hard, hard. to yeah, to know where was. to go in terms of the an- animation style with three D animation at that time. Mm. You know, do you go like fully realistic and it not look real and people be like, oh, it's a yeah. bit of a stylistic choice, or do you go cartoony? Like they had prior, yeah. which I think they, they did in this aspect, um, because it's hard, you know, like people would think either you've gone too realistic and didn't nail it because you can't, because of the limited technology. And then th- what they've done is gone the complete opposite direction. They've just gone, we'll do it artistic, we'll do it stylized, yeah. you know, because the uh, the other way is just not as good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just think they they nailed an aesthetic that looked exactly what they were going for. Yeah, and it, it worked out really well.
0: Do you think it's fair to say that um, The Incredibles has s- surpassed Toy Story as the most popular Pixar oh. film? Because it is massive. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is. It has huge fan base, kids and adults alike. Yeah, and it is incredible um <laughs> how 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 huge it is. i mean in terms of like um culturally um uh, relevant to the, the the time i guess i think i think it's up there with toy story as as the sort of biggest yeah has I the most influence i don't
1: think it i don't think any will ever surpass toy story because they have made a certain amount of great films in that franchise. Yeah. And it was the original. Yeah. Well, so those yeah. things together, I don't You're think right. you could ever kind of break through that. But I feel like uh the the Incredibles is the next step down yeah. from that. Yeah.
0: But I feel like uh, what I what what I'm more saying is like if you went out in the street and you stopped 10 random people and you said which which film do you pre- prefer personally Incredibles or Toy Story I think more people would say the Incredibles do you yeah I, I think, think it's, it'd be very specific. I think it's pop it's it's it, I think it's more popular really? um I mean look imp- I uh, don't hate me for personally I think Incredibles is overrated right I think it's one of the most overrated Pixar films um if not the most overrated but that's just my personal the, opinion
1: the most overrated
0: well, yeah, because it's so. I don't think Toy Story is overrated. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Obviously. So um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think yeah maybe I think if you're if you're really into like superheroes, um, then I think Incredibles is far more appealing. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I still. I mean, I think it's a great. I think it's a good film. And I can totally understand its popularity, but for me it's not it's not um uh it's not top five
1: for me on that I'm going to give it 0. 0.5 less than my last two so four A four
0: for what
1: uh underminers <laughs> out of five nice um but yeah, this is a personal preference list. I know I've been quite contradictory yeah. by giving it a 0. 0.5 less than well, the previous no, two. Well, no, because
0: you, you, it, it might, you might enjoy it more, but you don't necessarily think it's a better film.
1: That is exactly right.
0: Yeah, and, and that leads me on to my number two, because um, this so this is the second controversial, if you will, pick for the list, th- the, along with A Bug's Life, the one I think most people are going to be like, Really? Right, embracing um, myself, <laughs> and I, again, like a bug's life, it, I, it's, it's up there if of among the most forgotten of the Pixar films. Um, so my number two pick is Ratatouille.
1: Oh, that's alright.
0: What did you think I was going to say? That's,
1: for some reason, I thought you were going to say Toy Story
0: Four. Toy Story Four is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Pixar film of all they've ever made. It's fucking terrible. I hate it. So funny. Um, so bad. Toy Story 4, if, if, if we... If, uh, I'm sorry, spoiler alert. If we ever do a worst five Pixar films, Toy Story 4 will be number one without a shadow of a doubt.
1: <laughs> yeah, both of us. It's Spoilers. awful.
0: Anyway, um, no, I, no, it's Ratatouille. So, um, like I said, um, large Ready? forgotten about. um, Love it. I think it's underrated. Yep. Although interestingly, um, I read in the trivia that it has the highest Metacritic score of all Pixar films. Wow, that's good. Um, and it's also it's also in number twenty two in Metacritic's best films of all time. Wow. And it's the highest one on that list of Pixar films.
1: That's impressive. <laughs> well, I, I can really cool.
0: I, I can understand it because I think Ratatouille is a very adult film yeah um it's i think it's an adult film disguised as a as a kid's film i mean it's 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 such a simple story really i mean I, all right it does I know, I know it has some fantastical elements to yeah. it i mean obviously you know uh, although i for me the most unbelievable thing about it is not that that remy the rat can um c- can can cook and understand humans it's that he can control um a chef the guy what with his hair <laughs> That bit was the most uh, weird to me. I know, right? I thought they could have done that differently. He yeah. could have just sort of like nodded at the. I don't know. Anyway, but
1: yeah, he's got like he's got like bits of his head that he can just tap. Yeah, on that lets him know. Yeah, that that bit was a bit, but
0: but honestly, that I just love Small it. details there. It's such a but apart. You know, it's, it's quite a simple story really, and yeah. and you know and. The attention to detail with regards to like the food and you know, we've both worked in a kitchen. We know what it's mm. like. And it's just when when you when you see things like um them talking about, you know, keeping their sleeves clean and um you can see like the burn marks and the cut we both have yeah. battle scars <laughs> yeah, on literally. our fingers, don't we, from yeah. from slicing. Um Um and I just I really just love it. It's such a beautiful film and I remember um a bit like with up when i went when i saw ratitude the first time I, I i was a bit reserved about it i thought i like most people i'm sure i thought a film about a rat who can cook that just that doesn't sound good so i went yeah. in there with low expectations and um i just absolutely loved it and, and you know the bit you know the bit at the end where the um the the reviewer um who you you think is the villain yeah and he when he takes that first bite of the ratatouille and he has that that flashback, flashback of him as a kid and you and, oh that bit just i watched oh, i watched it the other night and that bit just literally makes me blubber it's i don't know why that um is gets me so hard but it's just so beautiful and poignant and then and then he writes the review and even though and you know and it oh it's just you know it's like when he when he tastes that that dish and it reminds him of being a child and he just instantly becomes a completely different person and um yeah it's just a lovely sweet film you know i know that all right i know you could argue that there is sort of a death in it gusto is already dead yeah for, but from the start of the film. Yeah. But other than that, and there's there's no like there's no like d- there's no death in it. And yet it still makes me cry yeah, more sweet, than any other one. It's a sweet one. story. It's like, so it's, sweet. Uh, yeah. And it
1: doesn't need um an impactful death to kind of get you to be emotional about yeah. it. And it's just like it's a nice reprieve I think, from, and it, uh, from previous It's times. so
0: appealing as well. I think you could you could sit down and watch that with a kid. And the kid would love it. The kid would enjoy it because you know it's got like rats, got animals in it, and <laughs> it's got funny gags and yeah. it's a bit of slapstick. But you, the adults, you you you'll watch it and love it just because of it's just a sweet story and it's got a romance in it and it's about cooking and, um, you know, I think if you're a, if you're a big fan of food, and you know you've you've worked in the service industry before, um, I mean, I think the the chef. Um, uh, Anthony Baud, Bourdain. I, I don't know if that's the correct, correct pronunciation. But he said, um, he said it was one of the most accurate films about food he's ever seen,
1: and it's <laughs> and it's an animation about a rat. Animation <laughs> about a rat. <too. laughs> but
0: the thing about the film is the the uh, the message of the film is that, um, is that if you have a passion, it hmm. doesn't matter who you are, where you come from if you have a passion and, and, and a talent and, and a and a and a enthusiasm for something then you can do it yeah. no, even if you're a stinky sewer rat you know i i think that's the message because it's like if you think if you think you know the most the most unlikely creature on the earth to be a cook you would think oh, is a rat yeah. that's obviously why they did that because they because rats are associated with waste yeah. and and you know kitchens yeah and I really like that. I really like that message. And I think, you know, if it hadn't been a rat, it wouldn't have worked. it no. it have been like a giraffe, it would have been a bit like...
1: Giraffe-a-tui. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giraffe-a-tui. No one would have gone.
0: That's, yeah. Um, yeah, I hope they don't make a sequel. So To, to, oh, to... to
1: capitalise on the the two in uh, Ratatouille. Yeah. Ratatouille. Never... I saw a meme about that oh. recently where it's just... Uh like uh disney exec runs into the uh the studio and he's just like i've got a great name for the sequel to ratatouille and he goes ratatou and then like the exec goes just over over says Ratatouille, with like a two in the in the in the oh. and then it's just and then he go <laughs> and then the guy who's running just goes dot 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 that's a lot better than I've got. I just put <laughs> Ratatouille Two.
0: <laughs> Ratatouille Two. Oh Ratatouille God. 2.
1: Yeah. I. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. God. I really hope they don't make a sequel. I don't so. think. I don't. It's think a perfect no... one-off film.
1: Yeah. There's um, no necessity. There's no. Open-endedness, you know. No, there's no need. especially, you know. If say if you compare it to what my one was, uh, Incredibles, where they left it open because you know, obviously it's a superhero film. This, uh, yes, you're right. Setting up a s- sequel that finally comes and is terrible, but the um, you know, there's no nece- there's no necessity with uh, Ratatouille. Like, no. I don't think there's anything that you can really get from like a sequel. Like, no, you can't. There, it's a perfect example of a, a story that starts and ends, and there's pretty much zero loose ends exactly uh and you know it's just lovely that it does
0: it's just a it's just a lovely beautiful film and as i say i think i i, I my, in my opinion i think the reason it has su- it has such a it's the highest um uh scoring pixar film on Metacritic's critics um website is because i think it's because critically i think it was really well received it was yeah. because it was just so adult yeah and um and and i think maybe the, the, maybe the problem the reason why Ratatouille is not quite so popular is because i don't know maybe it, it was perhaps it was too mature for the younger audience and mm. and also i think i did read that they, they 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 did find difficulty in um marketing it because no food um companies like mcdonald's wanted to be associated with rats of
1: course yeah that's a hard sell yeah <laughs> that really is um
0: unfortunately um and you know obviously you don't think about when you're thinking all cuddly toys and merchandise you don't think rat
1: in it they, they I, I don't think there'd be too even if they'd seen the film i don't think too many kids would initially be happy yeah. with getting a rat out of their happy meal
0: yeah no, <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just like hold you it know, up by yeah. the tail You imagine. even though it's
1: plastic and yeah. just like there's a rat in my happy meal
0: but can I just say this is a bit uh, we're going off a bit off topic but in the defense of rats um, they're, they're they're highly intelligent creatures hmm. I mean they're they're honestly I'm not making this up they're up there with like elephants and dolphins and uh, primates they're really really highly intelligent emotional aff- affectionate creatures um, uh, you know they're not uh, I I know that obviously they're they're they're, they're associated with um, you know um, disease and and dirt and
1: propaganda. Well, where's you know, where's this rat propaganda come from?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they blame COVID on rats next. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway, the point is, um, you know, you know me. I'm a sucker for an underdog. I love things mm. that are people aren't as popular. As soon as people say, oh, I don't, I don't really, oh, I don't really like, oh, ratatouille. yeah oh, it's not. I don't like that. It's, my, it's boring. I think. Right. I'm probably going to really love this one. <laughs>
1: um, and then you do, and it becomes your number two. So how out of how many? How many?
0: um, How many uh, spatulas? How
1: how many blocks of cheese did you give? uh, Nice. Give. So
0: I gave Ratatouille four and a half blocks of cheese out of five. Nice. Um, it was. And thing is, if I, if it would have been number one, if it wasn't for um, the next film, um, it's. this is going to sound weird, but Ratatouille is my favourite Pixar mm. film. So if you ask me, if you said to me, "What's your, what's your favourite Pixar film?", I'd say Ratatouille. If you ask me what I think is the best, right? It would be the next one, cool. and that's why I put it in at number one because I feel like it deserves to be heart- to be th- at number one. Um, but um, so that brings us on to uh, insert drum roll or Oscar ceremony <laughs> music for your number one,
1: Liam my number one is Toy Story 3 period <laughs> no. I think Toy Story 3 is um, is my number one because of a few different aspects one of them being that it was such an event because at that time when it was released, in 2009 or 2010, yeah, it was one of the first films in now a trend of film yeah. capitalising on nostalgia. Yep. Yeah. It felt like such an event for adults to see this at heart, kids' movie. Yeah, and there were so many memes of like, you know, me, pu- you know, like me pushing kids out of the way to get to the front of the line <laughs> yeah, to watch Toy one. Story Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it just when you think about that aspect, and then it delivering on all of your what you what you could possibly imagine a toy story 3 being like you know being at that time i think 9 years since the last one or 8 years
0: oh yeah at least
1: at le- yeah at yeah. least so nearly a decade after the last um it just it did deliver on all aspects the animation was great and improved yeah the acting was probably the best of the the series agreed um, the story was great, and it it moved along with time as well. Where it it didn't just uh, didn't just continue on where two left off, right? And it wasn't just like oh another rollicking story with uh, Woody and Buzz and you like know, making
0: Andy older. Yeah, it didn't yeah.
1: tread the exact same ground. Yeah. Although you do obviously have a bit of a feeling that it is treading. A little bit similar ground because you know they're toys and yeah. they, they still react the same to humans and they're still trying to hide from you. Yes, it? but other than that, it the story progressed and you know there was new bits to it. It was not, and I'm not just saying new characters, but there's n- because of the passage of time there had to be new aspects to the story. Um, I think that just kind of leans into not treading the same ground. Um, Yeah, so just each and every point that you're trying to gauge how good it is in in every aspect, it improved, not just from the last toy, Toy Story film, but from probably the last few Pixar films. You know, even though the last few before this were... You're looking at the ones we've just said, really, uh, You know, from Ratatouille, Wally and Up, yeah. they were the 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 three that preceded it. Yes, I feel like it, even all of the aspects got better from those films. Yeah, you know, it's still up to the the definition of like the animation. Um, the again, the acting was superb. Yeah, but, you know, so every point you're thinking about to gauge it critically against its predecessor in the same franchise and the same studio it just got better you know it is it's no it nothing really went in the opposite direction yeah nothing got worse yeah um and is for me quite except for the beginning you know but when you had toy story bugs life and the real beginning of the uh 3D animation at pixar is re- i feel like this is really the pinnacle, yeah, it's it's the peak Pixar, you know. Um, so it's just got to be top, I think. Um, culturally significant, almost yeah, as much absolutely. so as the first,
0: absolutely. Which
1: is a hard thing to do, because you know, there's uh, there's been a Toy Story two. You've waited a long time for the next one, you know, and to make it a poignant story is hard, yeah, to make it, you know, just not a a redo of, you know, the themes of one and two because the themes change because it's more about letting go than about staying together. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, I think it was a perfect end to a trilogy. Um. So. Well said. That said, Toy Story Four not canon. They're just gonna
0: ignore oh, it. Yeah, I wish I could.
1: But yeah, it's just it's uh I just think it's the best Pixar film. I agree. Quite you. clearly. <laughs> He's let it slip.
0: I said to you, <laughs> did I, 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 I said to you, yeah. I bet you Yeah you did so. I bet you our number five and our number one would be the same and it would only be the three in the middle that would be different. <laughs> spot on. And it was totally spot on. Um I could not agree more, my my friend. My number one pick absolutely is Toy Story three, yeah. Um, Toy Story three is the best Disney Pixar film ever so far made. Yeah. Um, like I mean, it, it, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I um, also think I can't think of many other examples of trilogies where um, the first film has been so incredible and yet the sequels have been better each time. Yeah. So I think Toy Story 3 is the best one of the three, then two, yeah. then one.
1: There's a lot of fall-offs, isn't there? We've There's a lot this. of dipping, like
0: yeah. one and then two's not as good, but then three's all right. Yeah. Or it goes one, two, one's really good, two's really good, then three's bad. There's a lot of dipping about. Yeah. But with this trilogy, it just keeps going which just in progressing.
1: Which just in turn makes the the, the gap between two and three so much more worth the wait as well, absolutely. So, when I came out of the cinema, I went to see it when I was at uni, same at Leeds. And, um, I remember coming out and just you know, you can tell a good film because you're thinking to yourself, I think I'm gonna have to see that one again. That's exactly what I, I think thought. I'm gonna have to see it as soon as possible.
0: I saw it three times in cinema,
1: did you? Yeah, I think I saw it, I
0: cried every time.
1: I think I saw it the first time and then I saw it maybe three days later yeah. and then another three days later. Yes, after that. same. So It it
0: was very in sh- short succession. Yeah.
1: And there's been very little since I've been an adult that that's happened. There's been very few films. That... I did that
0: with Taken. Did
1: you? <laughs>
0: because I ha- oh, but I went with different people each time because oh, okay. I, oh, yeah, to- yeah. I wanted them to experience it for the first time. Yeah, fair
1: enough. But yeah, this, with, with Toy Story 3, it was like processing it oh, God. three days let's go see it again seen it process let's go see it again three days
0: i mean it was you know at the time i remember when they announced it and and i along with a lot of people i'm sure thought oh really a, yeah. a third toy story yeah. film it's like I'm, I'm excited but is it gonna be is it gonna work yeah. and um you know sort of the way toy story 2 ended it didn't really leave it open. For a sequel, no one asked for a third Toy Story film. It's not like they we, we were, It's not like with Incredibles where you yeah, people were crying out for yeah. it. Um, and you're right, there was such a long gap. And you, I think a lot of people thought at the time as well. Thought, oh, you know, um, I was you know really young with Toy Story one and two. I grew up with them. We're talking about the the mid to late nineties. Now it's like two thousand and ten or whatever. I'm I'm an adult now. Yeah. Am I going to enjoy it as much? Mm. um and then so the fact that then you go to watch the cinema exactly and you're like you know I I don't know like you're sort of 20 minutes in or or however long and you're thinking this is really good yep this has the potential to be the best one yet
1: they had the uh, I think it's at the beginning of this one where they have like the, isn't it like the the train sequence where it's like they're real characters yeah that's like one of my favourite bits of the whole franchise I think
0: I mean, I, 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 do you know what? As well, I think, um, I think the, the 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 you know the creative team at Pixar. I definitely thought when they wrote this this film, they thought this is for this is for the adults yeah. who grew up with Toy Story. Oh yeah, of course. This.
1: Uh, it's re it reached a a real peak of um, not to tread uh, not to say the same thing again, but the it reached a real. um it reached uh apex of it coming from four children to adults yeah and then it reached that apex and then it's just been doing random twists and turns since then yeah a little bit
0: yeah hmm. um yeah i think yeah you're right. I mean, with with, the, with films like Inside Out and Soul and stuff, and and that weird because it's of...
1: been um, because it's been ten.
0: Has Christopher Nolan joined the writing team <laughs> at Pixar? Um, uh, so, Toy Story three
1: was two thousand and ten. Yeah, so it's been ten years since, nearly eleven now. Um...
0: And if you think about it, since Toy Story three has there been a Pixar film that's been as big better as good than all the ones previous ones we've said none of the films in our list are, are i don't think are any newer than that i think that might be the newest one or the most recent one
1: what do you mean
0: so what i'm saying is all the films in our respective lists. oh yeah yeah it's, they were uh... all they're all pre predated toy story 3 oh yeah so I think that's the new, that's the most recent one on on both our lists. And that's eleven years ago. And, and yeah, and yeah, that's eleven years ago.
1: That's um, because I mean, immediately after this was Cars 2. Oh God! You see
0: how <laughs> I don't, I just don't understand it. How can they? This is what we were saying earlier. Because so I was thinking Toy Story 3 in my head, but I didn't want to say it. This one I'm talking about how they're so hit and miss with sequels. Yeah. They can they can write amazing. Sequels like Toy Story Three that are not only better than the original film that they of of which they're a sequel to, but they're also the best film they've ever done. Yeah. But then they can write absolute garbage like, like Incredibles Two and Cars Two and uh, Finding Dory. it's not it's not a bad film, but it's not as good as Finding Nemo.
1: Is there any? Um, is there any? Is there any future in Toy Story after four? I
0: really hope not. Unless the only way I think they could ev they could justify making a five is if they they've basically got to do what they did with three. They've got to reverse the damage they did with four, and then they've got to they've got to end it on a on a on a final satisfying note like they did with three.
1: I don't think there's, I don't think there's a way in one movie of reeling it back in, and then creating such an emotional punch that it finishes they on the right note. And
0: this is the thing that really frustrates me about four. I, I, I don't understand why they made it. Toy Story three ended perfectly. It the perfect example of wrapping up a a a, 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 tr- a story arc, a trilogy, a franchise, whatever. It ended beautifully. It was it. It really and it really felt like not only did it feel like it was the end, but it you. I felt really satisfied with that. I was really happy that it ended that way. You know that the, the the Andy the, in will. I mean, I would. I wouldn't say it's the most emotional. I'm sure we'll get onto the the most emotional scene in the in the film, but. That scene at the end where Andy gives the toys to um um Bonnie and uh especially when he gives her Woody, which mm. he's a bit reluctant to, yeah it's so satisfying, and then he drives away in the car and they're all sat on the porch um and and Woody and buzz are together like yep. they should be yep. <laughs> and they just say, you know um put it there partner whatever they say, yeah. but it's just oh, you just think that is so satisfying that I you know, I, I, like you say, come out of the cinema. Um, you know, I'm still wiping tears away from 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 my cheeks, but at the same time, I just feel so satisfied mm. and happy. Yeah, and I just think what a perfect what a perfect ending to their story. And then, you, of course, I know you get the. I don't. It doesn't quite end there. You get the hilarious um, dance routine. Buzz and Jesse do that Spanish that tango. <laughs> to uh, this, it's like a Spanish version of You've got a friend in me. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, which I love. Yeah. Um,
1: and uh, then you, well, the, the most emotional scene has got to be the oh, the well, incinerator.
0: That's the most. That's got to be the most famous scene. Yeah. From the film,
1: and uh, for you know the whole time, obviously, that I saw it for the first time, I was like, "That's it." Like, I was at least thinking that at least some of them were gonna die.
0: I absolutely thought they were gonna die. Yeah. And the reason why, and it's so clever, was because. They they double bluffed us twice. So when they first go in the incinerator, um, you think oh they'll get out of this, they'll get out of this. You know, it, it, you 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 start getting worried. You think oh no, the, the, something will happen. You and I think like um the the hugsy bear or whatever he's called, so hugs a lot or whatever. You think he's going to save them, but then he doesn't. Yeah. But you still think because Woody particularly is all like, um, oh what are we gonna do? Like he's still you think, oh they get out of this, they'll they'll get out of this and then um and then they the all the other toys just just start ho- taking each other's hand mm-hmm. and the music gets really dramatic and even then I was thinking, no, they're, they're not because they're not gonna but then when when Buzz offers Woody his hand and then you just see Woody just sort of have that moment of sort of accepting the inevitability and he when Woody finally accepts it and then there's that shot of them just in just in the in a, in a row holding hands slowly moving towards the fire
1: I just thought, thinking about it it's a bit like
0: uh, that's when you think in the cinema oh my god they're they, all gonna die they're actually gonna die mm. Well, and, and at the time I certainly thought that that was the last Toy Story film I thought yep. it was the end and I just thought they're actually going to die. I mean, I knew that they wouldn't end the fit, they'd end it, they'd somehow end the film on a happy note. Yeah. But I genuinely, and I'm sure everyone thought that that was actually going to happen. And it was so so emotional. Mm-hmm. I mean, we grew up with these characters. We we would we were kids when Toy Story came out. We were literally we were still kids, we we're playing with toys and you know getting told off by our parents going to bed at like okay. half 8 with a story you know and when even when Toy Story 2 came out I we were still we were still kids hmm. and then you just yeah it was it was it really packed an emotional punch um i mean i haven't i haven't i didn't rewatch that one, um, recently, because I knew it was going to be my number one. Yes, so I didn't think there was any need to, re- to <laughs> didn't re-watch need, it.
1: Didn't even need to put myself through that uh, emotional torture. But I,
0: but I think even if we watched it, if I watched it n- now, I'd still cry. Hmm. Even though I know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. Um,
1: so, Toy Story 3 takes it with, I'm going to give it five incinerators out of five incinerators.
0: I am also going to give it five incinerators out of five incinerators. <laughs> um, oh, any honorable mentions? Oh, I didn't think about that. Wild card. The old honorable mention. Yeah. They like an honorable mention in. Uh, is it what culture videos or yeah. um, Looper? They like doing honorable yeah, mentions, yeah. don't they? Um, honorable mentions. Um, yeah. What. Yeah, films that c- could have made the list but
1: didn't. I'm, I might have to just look at the. Um... I'm gonna go with my honourable mention is Monsters Inc.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a strong contender, yeah. Because
1: oh, it's just it just really is quite funny, and it's the animation's great. Again, it's, it is it hits all of the points that any of the five, except for obviously the the original, uh, the originality, sorry, of Toy Story and how unique that was um it hits all of the points of any of the others that are on this list for me it's um it would have been you know it's it's literally 5.1 on my list you know or 5b you know or, absolutely you know.
0: i think monster singh i mean you're right
1: it's I,
0: I mean it's definitely it definitely would have been in the in the top 10 yeah i think oh, oh
1: it, i think it would be in the top I 6 i think it'll be me. in at number 6 for yeah. me yeah.
0: um uh, so I'm just going through the list now. Hmm. De- uh, definitely not that. Well, f- uh, f- well, I think for me the um, well, I think for me the the honourable mention would be Wally mm. But obviously that's part of your list. We've, Maybe Toy Story. 2? I was 2? just gonna say yeah, yeah, Toy Story two as well. Um, just for
1: me, a great follow-up.
0: Again, these would these would be probably number six and number seven yeah and number eight mm. um uh for me um so yeah i think i think monsters inc wall for me yeah. and toy story 2 all great films that were
1: just about squeezed out yeah in um, our respective lists, and, a, and the
0: honorable mentions mm. um yeah um, the, the rest of the list is um is is not uh it's, it's not, not good great no. it's not great um
1: yeah, and uh, yeah, I feel like uh, Pixar, not to try and end it on a drab note, has kind of lost its, its uh, event feel. I agree, it's uh, it's lost its um, its grandeur of each release post Toy Story 3 where uh, you're not. You're not as, and this might just be me, obviously, because I've kind of, like we said, we've grown up with Pixar films. We've got to the point where we've watched Toy Story three, but that's also still catering to the adult. Yeah, I feel like they've they've kind of shot all over the dartboard in terms of their aim for what age range they're trying to cater to... That's a great
0: metaphor, I really like that.
1: ...with the f- the films post-2010. Yeah. Um, some might be very honestly towards kids, which doesn't mean it's a bad film, but some are going towards more adult, and they're just not really hitting the mark.
0: You're right. Um, they they I mean, they, they properly peaked in the noughties, didn't they? Mm. And they've sort of now in the tens they sort of started to lose i mean you know how you said like toy story 3 felt like it was the peak Mm. of pixar i feel like it was the the end of 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 their really good run of form yeah you know it was um good
1: 15 years
0: yeah good run (laughs) that's Um, a good
1: run in there in films and really. you know
0: and you know I think it would again like with the the Toy Story films Toy Story 3 would have been a, the perfect film for them to end it on mm. and obviously they I know they're a film studio they yeah. they don't end yeah. they, they're they they go on forever but um yeah I do feel like that was you're right that's where they reached Toy Story 3 was was the pinnacle it was the peak of of the, the summit and now it's on they they're, they're descending down the other side of the mountain
1: will will we ever see another peak like that again
0: well um, the thing about Pixar are that they do you know you could say arguably in the last sort of 20 odd years they they generally their films have been massive hits and, and very original mm. I would say don't never write them off
1: no of course not
0: um, because you know they could start, you know they we could see another wall another Ratatouille, another um, Monsters Inc. Uh, up, etc. Um, so yeah, they absolutely could. But I think, like, ironically, like with like exactly what happened to Disney, they're straying into um, uh, straight to video sequels. I know they're not. Going straight to video, yeah, but course. you know what I mean by that. Yes, I do. Um, they're straying into that territory into now, the... where they not make...
1: quite the cinema standards yeah. that you would um, expect from yeah. that brand.
0: Yeah, and this is exactly what happened to Disney. They started making straight to video sequels alongside original films that just weren't up to the standard of the the their renaissance mm. period yeah. in the nineties so i feel like with pixar a another slump their renaissance period was was probably the noughties mm. um 2000 to 2010 and so
1: yeah and it's gonna get harder to get out of that with cinemas obviously currently closed and the future kind of not certain and disney plus uh you know being a new outlet for them yeah um, it does make uh, distribution easier, which is you know exactly why they did straight to straight to video stuff. Yeah, because it means you, it's straight in the home. Yeah, you know we'll have to see whether it goes down that route or the quality picks up or the quality is better, different. You know. Yeah. I think we live in a world where everything is kind of it's up in the air at the moment and uh you know you just don't know what the the landscape will be for cinema let alone pixar post-covid
0: yeah no you can't um yeah well hey look no matter what happens liam um You've got a friend in me.